Hello. Hello. We are back. We are back. Let's get on back on track. Let us get to the mess. Then we'll get to the rest. I can do this all day. All you do is have to say, make a limerick out some shit you like. I'll sing for you. You just gonna let me just keep on, huh? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't stop me. Mm-mm. You ain't said wow. Like I you ain't hit nothing. You mm-hmm. let me keep going. No, I had to. I had to let's see where that creative genius was going. So I just. Hey, y'all. We... Okay, let me tell you something. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you got to, you have to know when to shut up. That was one of those times that I got thirty. Pure, unalterated seconds of you being the mastermind that you are. So in my mind, why would I stop you? That's dumb. Speaking I'm of just dumb, trying to have fun because it's about to get stupid. Speaking of dumb, life at the lockup, <laughs> season uh, three, episode twenty-eight, inmates and playmates. All right, so we have some that are kind of dark and we have some that are ultra funny to me i feel like you want to save sarah and michael for the end oh yes um because i know her you know definitely uh, and then after before sarah and michael i feel like you probably gonna want to do john and christiana you're hitting a thousand um so if i had to guess on which one you wanted to do first Oh, girl, it would be Destiny and Shine. That shit was nothing. That shit was nothing. You know what? First off, okay. whole here, episode. They you know, started and finished with that. Here, here's what I got. Now, let me let me read what I wrote because you know we get you know I'm for life at the lockup. Destiny finally shows up for court, but is pissed that Sean is there. Her court date has been extended due to the bonus, but Sean and Destiny have a conversation before she leaves out. The, before she leaves, you know, it goes into the courthouse. Destiny feels that Sean is selfish because he showed up to see what's going on with her. Sean confronts her mm-hmm. about the other guys, and then she tells him that he was a trick to her. What you got? I mean, duh. We knew he was a trick. But you don't have to tell him to his face. Like, he did come up with $50,000. Now, what happens to your ass if he decides he wants to rescind your bail? Because that is an option. That is an option. We're no longer in a relationship together. 
I don't feel comfortable leaving $50,000 on the line. Go get her. You could probably let them track the car that you're driving that belongs to him. Or definitely your debit purchases because, you know, the card you swipe to buy food. You're mad that he lied to you about not about having six kids. You're mad that he lied to you about his age. You're mad that he still talks to the mother of his six children who are all under the age of 18. But you out here picking up bitches at pawn shop, spending his money, calling him a trick. You got you're engaged to three, four, five different motherfuckers on, on Facebook. They all get their own Facebook profile with you mm-hmm. engaged. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, you're not honest either. I'm not saying that you need to be with the motherfucker. I'm not saying that you're not rightfully upset for being upset about some of the lies you told. But, but I you do ain't ha- got to be a bitch. Cause you he ain't got to be a bitch about it. 50 fucking thousand dollars on the line. So that your ass can get out of jail and be on parole. When she said, when she said, um, um, yourself, he's selfish because he showed up to see what was going on with her. Well, I, I personally felt like that was a gesture of him, like, like being very concerned about her, not necessarily about the 50 grand in this moment. Like she's completely cut this man off. And you, I don't feel bad for Sean, but I do feel bad for Sean, if that makes any sense. Like you were dumb enough to get conned by this con artist to the point where you didn't even report your car stolen. Because that's what I would have done. I'd have turned that Personally. card off and reported my car stolen. I'd have turned that card off and reported my car stolen. And the next time they, they picked her ass up, it would have been for, for robbery. Yeah. So I'd have sent your ass back to prison. I'd have, I'd have took the L on the bail. Because you're very rude. You don't have to be that rude, especially when not only are you you do are you driving this shit, you're still wearing this ring, too. That's like, fucked up. Even if he is a trick, it ain't what you say to motherfuckers, it's how you say it. That's fucked up. I mean, I don't know. I don't like her. I think she's a bitch. Um, let's she get... back over there in that book of sugar, that's all. Yeah, of course she is. Or um, meth. She might, she looks like a meth head. All right, what you want to do? You want to do um, Mars and Britt or Puppy and Amber? Oh. Mm. Let's do Mars and Britt. Let's just get heavy out the way. Brittany basically is talking to Mars and she like, look, last time she was in Alaska, she got fucking clean. So bust it, right? I got this idea. Let's take her ass back to fucking Alaska and, you know what I'm saying, get get her clean because I can't keep doing this shit. And Mars is like, look, bro, I love you. I, I don't want to pay for this shit, but <laughs> I'm going to do it because you are my wife. So they're sitting in the house with Cynthia the next morning or whatever. And they basically tell uh, Cynthia the plan. And, uh, you know, Cynthia, it, it, it comes out, the, the reason why Cynthia has all these issues is because of her mom. And then she passed those same issues on to Brittany. 
and psychological abuse, um, verbal abuse, of course, physical abuse was in the home and, you know, and then we kind of get the backstory on how Cynthia ended up getting hooked on uh, pills. She was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. They gave her a a prescription. She was fine. But then one day she said, oh, I'll take two instead of one. And then, you know, three instead of two and so on and so forth. Then that's how she migrated to the Oxy and the Coke and heroin and, you know, those substances. So anyway, um, Cynthia's having a hard time, man. I don't, I don't know. What, you, what did you think? That was, that was heartbreaking even for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm a cold bitch. <laughs> bitch, I was over here. I, when I be telling y'all, I had a rough weekend. I've been getting knocked down left right because I felt so bad for her when, when Brent suggested that she goes talk to her mother, her grandmother Jackie. You even. see, Cynthia. Oh. go into this little girl mm-hmm. that was hurt by her mommy. Very hurt. And she just, and I was just like, oh no. <clears throat> oh. Mars, I know you don't want to pay for that, but go on do it. Go on do it. She needs that. She's just a broken woman. And when you've been broken since you were a baby, oh God. She's been her whole life broke. And didn't she's even um, not, she doesn't and, know what regular feels like. And didn't um even um Brittany had a bad experience with Jackie. She said that she had made a mistake and spilled some water on her cigarettes and uh Jackie backhanded her so hard and you know, like that and that, that kind of shit stayed with you. So if that happened to Britt, then I could just imagine what happened to Cynthia. Which is what she said. Like she was rough with me. I can only imagine how. She was with my mom. Mm-hmm. And sometimes sometimes it's it's necessary to cut people loose. Oh, yeah. Even when they're your mama. Oh, but yeah. with uh. this situation, something's got to give because until Cynthia heals that little girl in her, mm-hmm. she'll keep trying to numb her pain with these pills and whatever else she can get her hands on. I mean, I hope for the best with Cynthia. I mean, that is a tough situation. I know firsthand how tough that situation is with, you know, abuse from, you know, your moms and shit like that. Like, I get it. You know, but I think that this is a chapter in her her particular book, because everybody has books. This is a chapter in your particular book that needs to be written and over and done with. You need to go see her, clear it up. Just like Brittany told her. Girl, you thought when I took you to where I used to sleep, that was for you? No, bitch, that was for me. I'm, I'm not mad at it. You need to, you need to do this. I, I think it's a, I think it's a great decision. And shout out to Mars. This is my mini shout out for this. Shout out to Mars, man, because that, that's a, that's a ride or die, nigga. I, because Mars say, say some shit straight. I, I really don't want to pay for this. I really don't. But, <laughs> but he's like, but that's my wife. That's my wife. And if helping her mother gives her peace, that means I get peace. So I'm going to take this L. I'm going to make sure this woman gets to Alaska. My only question is, are y'all going to Alaska to like visit? Or are y'all moving to Alaska? Because she kept saying in, she should come to Alaska with us. Look here, Summit. I'm recording. You cannot betray me in that fashion. Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he 
was like, all right, bitch. We hungry. You better <laughs> go find a piece of candy or something. Oh, God. Who we got next? Uh, Puppy and Amber. Let's get it out the way. Um, Puppy confronts Amber, man, about what Amber really wants. And Amber is still dodging her like a fuck-ass nigga would. And I, I, that's all I really got. I, I feel bad for Puppy. I, I do. There's there's a point for me where it's like, Amber, stop stringing this girl along. She is literally telling you how she feels. And you are being this fuck-ass nigga because you want to be with a nigga. But instead of telling her that, hey, look, I thought when we got out, cha-cha-cha, blah-blah-blah, like she said in the confessionals, she won't say that to Puppy. And you kind of feel bad for Puppy because it's like, Pup- Puppy's putting the heart out there. She's like, look, Bro, I want to be with you. Like, what, what are you doing? Either you want to be with me or not. I I I feel bad for puppy. Because... And she straight fuck nigga. Don't oh, be yeah. like that. Oh. Don't cry, ma. I was just like, oh, I've heard these words before. <laughs> run, puppy, run. She fucked nigga the shit out of puppy. I feel so bad for her. I mean, and that's just the best way to describe it. Amber's fuck nigga. Oh, big time. Big time. <laughs> she's just for me that's why she gravitated ass over that scrap de Leon. you know it was fucking niggas anonymous that night must have been had to be and she knew what she knew what the fucking meeting was they finally let her <laughs> in on one she had to prove her fuck niggas you know so she had to put that shit on TV like they did and then she could join the club <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> once she got the right motherfucker puppy, you know what I'm saying, do that shit too because she wasn't going to really, let's be fair Vince was fucking nuts, why? because he is from Chicago so <laughs> no, he gotta be from Elgin or something, I'm not claiming Vince <laughs> no shade, I thought he was from Evanston too I mean, I'm just gonna I'm gonna, I just, that's one of them niggas that be in the suburbs and claim they from Chicago but they ain't really from Chicago <laughs> nope, nope, I ain't going <laughs> I'm from Burlington. Girl, first off, Bloomington, that's what it is. Bloomington is four hours away, sis. Calm down. Um, I don't... I, she, Amber, tell that girl that you don't want to be with her. Please. Put oh, us, make it plain. I want to be with you, but I don't want to just be with you. <laughs> That's enough of that dumb shit. Um, give her a choice, and then when she decides that that ain't cool, pack your shit and get out of her mama house. <laughs> that part. Uh, Chevelle and Quay. Yeah, that's what we got left. <laughs> His thing. <laughs> Chevelle is still shocked, shocked about Quaylen's pop up, and she wants some type of commitment from him. <sighs> Demarcus wants to know why he's here. And then the end of it, I didn't know what to write because this was stupid to me. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> See what had happened was Quay Trey showed up and right. he wanted to act like uh-huh. shit was sweet when we already know it's not. You fucked up. You fucked up talking to a little hoe in Chicago. Why is he even called the shot down? Whatever. Talking to a little hoe. You sorry. He ain't getting no poon. He was just inappropriately chit-chatting on the internet. He, You know, he's 12 years in jail. He used to that. 
that that a pen pal loving. He had a, he needed a little pinch pen pal loving. You at your ass wouldn't text, call, or email him no more. You want a video chat and everything. He missed that pen pal loving. Write the nigga a letter. <laughs> he might act right. <laughs> Look, he say right so he over there and he's trying to act tough. Like so, what is it going to be? Uh, what we going to do? Cause I want my family back. Mm. He said, and, like, that nigga a letter. Wait, no, wait." <laughs> <laughs> just go and get you little postcards and just leave them for him and like little letters for him Ooh, we ain't gonna be so happy cause he need that pen pal love it <laughs> he, he not 2021 20, with he is God said write that nigga a letter oh man oh <laughs> Jesus Yeah, he's sitting over there and he's spitting the good shit at Chazelle. And he's not looking at her because if she actually looked at him, he'd have broke because he really ain't. He he was hoping you would believe in this bullshit he was telling you. And so Chazelle was like, you know, receptive of it all. And then she's going to go tell D-Mark, you know, I think it's worth listening to what he got to say because of Myela, because of this. And D-Mark is like, you a dumb hoe. You stupid as fuck. If this is what you want to do, do it. I'm out. That shit is dumb. My only thing, though, Demar- Demarcus. I'm going to call you Demarcus. Because that's your name, yeah. sir. I'm not doing this. You too fine for me to be walking around here calling you Demark. That's dumb. I'm fine with that. There was a moment where he was like, fuck this, fuck y'all. He can still get it, but I don't want him to think we... It's gonna be any more than this. He ain't gonna be coming through. I'm gonna let him. Ha- he gonna have a weekend. He can have this. I could get dirty, and then he looks up, and he look lip, and he look up again, and I forgot what was happening. Me too. I and so I had to stomach. Your stomach is disrespectful, bro. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> so loud. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I'm too sorry. I just took myself out. <laughs> oh God. Remember that time? We, I, don't, I don't even know where we was going. Oh, we was going to do your admissions. <laughs> and my stomach said, hey, bitch. Now look. <laughs> hey, bitch. All the way. Because we had to go all the way out to like Bedford Park. <laughs> Because all the ones over here was cold because around us. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up going to Olive Garden and pulling over to the side and we had to get like six, seven bites in there. <laughs> her, her, her stomach was angry. <laughs> stomach was mad as hell. <laughs> My stomach was mad to the point <laughs> Shay pulled out the app and tried to order that shit beforehand because my stomach had said, "Look, now, hey, I, I get it. Now you trying to do something for your friend? That's great, but here's the thing: I'm hungry, and I'm not going <laughs> to, and I am not doing any fucking thing else unless I let you and her ass know that I'm fucking hungry." <laughs> Shay looked at me and was like, "Okay, bitch, so." um which restaurant? Girl, it don't matter. Clearly, my stomach don't give a fuck about telling on me. So, what the fuck? So, I guess this is my stomach 
than the sound effect for your story. I get it. Look, yo, we're going to eat right after we get done with RuPaul's Drag Race. And we got, we, we, that's good. Oh, mm. Lord have mercy. Okay. Um, we doing Sarah and Michael last, of course, because that shit was fucking great. John and Christiana. So we uh. haven't seen John since the end of last season of Love After Lockup because Christiana ends up going back to jail. But in the interim, Christiana's mom, Miss um, M- Mama Tammy. See, I call her Mama Tammy because she 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 a real nigga. <laughs> Me. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the uh, the sister. Uh, what is her? I'm uh, looking for Tyra. T- Tyra. Tyra. Something. Um, Tyra. Who gives a damn? Um. I I got that name. That girl. Oof, Lord, how much? That's a trifling bitch right there. Um, John and Tara, Tara Lipinski, I don't know. Girl, that bitch, that she... Oh, no! <laughs> that was... flirty. She comes out of the bathroom looking for her phone. She asks John does he have it? He's sitting there with no fucking shirt on. But she is playful with him smacking smacking on his ass and uh, then he gets home from work and uh, she's standing on on the porch smoking a cigarette and you know, he sits down and then of course she got to straddle this man and then tells him that she knows him better than Christiana because she lives with him and that they would make more of a better couple and that, that he she wants to be with him and da 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 and then mama go in for the kiss girl and John was like Nah, nah, bro. I got a girl. Hmm, what are your thoughts? Oh, I got a lot of thoughts, and they all for Tyra. See, Mm-mm. I called that shit in the love after lockup when you all moved in mm-hmm. and she got sent back. I said, "Hmm, I hope you ain't the type of." Fuck ass bitch, she just turned out to be. I hoped. And you I said it on this. You, you said credit. it on this podcast. Go back and listen. I'm pretty sure one of them, one of them, them little girls. You know, my broke ass best friend said probably tell me which episode it was. I'll ask her tomorrow. Um, but yeah, you said that on an episode. I hoped you wouldn't be inappropriate. And then here I see you walk <laughs> into this man's bedroom mm-hmm. in, in a, a towel. To find your phone? Why would your phone be in his bedroom? Unless you've been in there. 
And then she tried to play it off like, oh, we was we was playing the other no bitch. Don't you being too flirty in front of Mama Tammy to the point at which Mama Tammy stopped. She said, huh, I don't know what's going on here. But uh, I know it shouldn't be. Mama turned to the camera and gave us the uh the never mm. before. Th- <laughs> they broke that fourth mm. wall so fucking quick and made, made my head spin. I said, damn. So we just out here breaking fourth walls like this? All right, then, I guess, girl. <laughs> Mama looked to production and said, mm. <laughs> damn. And then you want to take it to the next level. The man is trying to stretch his shoulders. I just got off work. You're going to offer to massage him. I'm like, ain't this your sister husband? No. However, you're there because your sister asked him to look out for you. And this is how now you repay her. Repay and it's not like you don't know you're filming, bitch. She's going to see this. Yeah. I just can't even. And that's what you do for somebody that put their neck on the line? That shit for was, you? Oof. Your sister. I know we Look. keep saying this, and I can't. I, I don't mean to cut you across, sis, but I know we keep saying this time and time again. There's, you couldn't pay me. You could not pay me to be with one of my sisters, my best friends. My cousins, man, you could not pay me. You couldn't pay me to be with an acquaintance's motherfucker if we're gonna keep it a buck. It's too I many fucking, it's too many motherfuckers that. out here. It's too many motherfuckers out here that for you to be with than to push up on your sisters, man. To push up on your sister's man is the violation of all violations. And that's when I end up on snap. Because, bitch, I'm going to kill you. I mean... And on, and on top of that, the only reason why you're in my husband's house is because he was kind enough when I asked my husband to let your crackhead ass... Sorry. What? Okay, look. We I'm not really know. disappointed because I know always... I expected it from you because you're a crackhead. Oh, yeah. Cokehead, meth head, I don't know. You've probably done all kinds of things, including give head to get the things so that you can get high with because you a fuck ass nigga. Yo. Look. Yo. <sighs> the only saving grace I have for this segment is John. Because even though he admitted, I get it. We've been, she's been living with me for the last 10 months. We spend a lot of time together. There's, you know, but I, I took vows to your sister and I'm going to honor those. And I'm not going to, we can't, this can't, this cannot be a thing. She'll be home soon. And when she gets home, this can't be in the air. So I get it. You got a little flirtation. You're in the mean. But we can't. And then she tries to kiss him. Anyway. And then going to say, say in the confessional later that this is the first time we almost kissed. Well, first off, it looked like you trying to kiss him. And he is just kind of I think John is dumb. John is dumb. 
I really do. <clears throat> he smarts up right when he needs to, but all the time before that, he get real dumb. See what had happened was he is stupid, but if I I'm putting myself in Christiana's shoes, if I was watching this clip mm-hmm. of my husband with my sister, mm-hmm. would I be mad at him? A little oh, yeah. bit. I'd be yeah. mad at him. But we, I wouldn't be that mad. I can get over that because you did, in the end, handle the shit how you were supposed to. Yeah, you could have easily fucked her. She was she easily. Oh yeah, on a platter, pussy on a platter. So for you to say, "This is gone far as it's gonna go, Mama," bag bag, I'm out. When she's like, I, I. I, I got respect for you for being able to show restraint in that moment. You could have easily bent her over the rail and fucked up right there. Right there. Fuck production. Right there. Fuck production. Yeah, you could have. Oh, yeah. But my sister? Oof. Oof. Bitch. Me and her, got, me, me her going to have... What you want to do? It You want to be like bare knuckle? You want us like... Get a, go to the gym and do it in the ring. We want to box this out because I'm about to fucking beat your ass. It's happening. So how you want it? Because ain't no it's talking. It's my only question. It ain't no talking. Me seeing this, I, I ain't no talking. Ain't no talking. And when and after I get done beating your ass, you can get the fuck out of my house. In every segment, it was her chasing him. It was. It was. And you can try to see him trying to get up out of that jam because he... Honey, he almost catapulted over that bed the same way Portia went over that couch when she grabbed his booty cheek. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna find a clip of that. That 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 <laughs> that shit was so funny. Okay, 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 Look, okay, okay, okay. okay. Tara is my altar call, but I just I don't even I don't even care to read this bitch. You're not worth my breath. Yeah, I got a few words for it. let's uh let's get Sarah and Michael out of the way. <laughs> Reunited and it feels so good. Oh, Malcolm. <laughs> Reunited, bitch, you thought you would. There's one thing you will not do is do that to him. He got up from his seat and then he left your ass with hey. the bill. He can't live with that fucking bill, bitch. Wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. So Sarah goes on a date with Malcolm and he leaves and leaves the girls home with Michael. Stop it. I just thought of him. When he got up and left her with the beam. And she poured Sorry. much of that ride in her damn cup. What's my man for this shit? Girl, okay. 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 Okay, I'm stopping stop. Sarah goes on a date with Malcolm and leaves the girls at home with Michael. Michael calls while she's on the date. He knew she was on a date. And Malcolm asks, hey, what's going on with the situation? All right, Michael. And then she finally breaks down and uh, says that 
she's trying to figure out what's going on with her family. So uh, Michael was staying at the hotel. So she invited Michael to stay at the house with her and the girls. So then Malcolm says, wait, (laughs) say that again. What what have you? (laughs) Say that again. And so she repeats it. And then when she repeats it, she then follows it up with the dumbest thing that I have ever heard in my life. We're not living together, but he he's staying there. So which Malcolm is like, so what you know, she said, say um, that again. <laughs> he made her explain that shit like three, four times. <laughs> he did. It was so funny. And then it cussed to him outside. And he says, so wait a minute. She expects for me to believe that she has someone that is her, that's not her, this this not an ex-boyfriend. This is her, quote unquote, soon to be ex-husband who she has children with. And you think that you, you I, that I think it's okay for you to stay under the same roof with a man that you've had children with? And y'all not fucking? Yeah, you got to think I'm stupid. So then it comes back to him in the restaurant and he was like, you know, I think I'm a, um, I'm going to go ahead and head out. But the reason why I'm going to go ahead and head out is because you need to figure out what's going on with your marriage. You don't mm-hmm. know what that is. You don't know what's going on in your marriage. But I cannot be second and or third to whatever is going on in your marriage. So I'm going to go ahead and head out. Um, you let me know when you figured out whatever it is that you need to figure it out. Whatever it is that you need to figure out because um, this is... Mm-mm. Not the move. What you got, sis? <sighs> After I just cracked a whole bus of a whole gut. Look. Ooh, that was funny. <laughs> Sarah, she just made it so bad. Cause every time she explained it, she added like a little bit more to try to explain it. I'm just sitting here like, look at Sarah. She done drank the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. You really done sat up here and let Mike re-indoctrinate you mm-hmm. talking about, you know, the reason why he ain't been seeing the kids is because of everything that's going on with Maria and Miami. Mm-hmm. When he got, when he left Miami, he didn't come to you. He sure did. He went back to his mama. Yep. He could have came and saw them kids. He did it. So it ain't Maria keeping him from being from being present. It ain't I we ain't I, Maria deserves smoke. She don't deserve that smoke. Yeah, no. That's not on Maria. That's not on her. And then when he's calling you, you are smirking mm-hmm. and grinning, bitch. Mm-hmm. You was liking that he called while you was out with Malcolm. You like that shit. Oh, you like that shit. And he doing it. You know why he doing it? Huh? She gonna let me stay with her. I might as well. Mm-hmm. She gonna let me get away with all that shit? I might as well. Yeah, she wanna have her little playmate. That's okay, too. We might as well just have an open marriage. Which is technically what this is, but... It's basically what it is. Only problem with that is you also have to give Malcolm the choice. But you ain't gotta worry about it. Because Malcolm then already told you what I want to do is this. It's play second fiddle to no motherfucker. Including I'm not doing dad. this. Girl. I, thank you, Malcolm. 
Thank you. You are my shout out for the week. Thank you. I have to. <clears throat> because thank you for having the wherewithal to get out of something that is not healthy. Thank you for having the wherewithal and wisdom to know when something is not good for you. Thank you. That was like my favorite moment. I ain't gonna lie. Daddy said, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> I said, Ooh, okay. I don't give a fuck about this. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm gonna leave your ass with the chair. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck this shit, I'm Fuck this shit, I'm out. Okay, all right then. Uh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sarah. <laughs> I hate to laugh at you, Sarah, but this shit was bound to blow up in your face. You had that coming. You had that coming. You know, because he gonna stay a little longer than he was gonna stay in a hotel, and so it didn't make sense, you know, so he just gonna stay here. But we're not living together, but, you know, he here, though. Who... Girl, if I'm Malcolm, I'm doing the same fucking thing. You could have told him that shit after you sucked his dick or something. Okay. You ain't even let this motherfucker get through the appetizers. <laughs> he got like three bites of his entree, no dessert. He had, he probably had to leave there and go pick up a cheesesteak because he's on his way home. He's there in Philly. You probably Molly. got cheesesteak on the way back in the house fucking around with your ass because he's he been hungry as my stomach been sounding for the last hour because you <laughs> will come with the fuck shit while he and him. Girl, he just got his plate. Girl, I was just like, and then my thing is, why did you answer the phone? Why did you answer the phone? Because you got more of an explanation than I would have given you. Because at that moment, when I looked up and I saw you were standing there smirking and shit while you talking to this nigga on the phone, oh, I'd have got up then. Oh, yeah. They coming downstairs. Come on, stop punking you on. Um, it's like so. You are disrespecting this man to his face like this, Sarah. Sarah, don't do this. Sarah, she gonna go home, fuck Michael, and be pregnant again. Yep. And then we're gonna have this saga all over the goddamn hill again. It's just stupid. She's gonna be with know. the next Maria. Huh. Yep. Well, what you got? Who you got for a shout out and or out to call or whatever the hell it is we do on this show? Okay. I already had mentioned it. I'm just gonna officially give my shout out to Demarcus. <laughs> <laughs> you know when he the the, the, lick, lick, the, the Lord the lick, have mercy, Demarcus. You ain't got to fuck with us like that, bro. That was <laughs> that was the money <laughs> shot right there, baby. That's the money <laughs> shot. <laughs> That's the money shot. Right I there, already baby. knew you were saying you didn't have to do that with that hat on, looking as cool as he wanted to look. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Chevelle, you find out the address of Chi-Town. I go whoop her ass for you. <laughs> I just want to go to Branson with you and D-Mark and Quaytray if he's allowed to the next time y'all go. I just want to do that. I whoop her ass for you. <laughs> I hate you so much. Yeah, she's saying that she hate me, but she knows she'll go with me to whoop the whole ass so that we can both no, go. I don't have a fucking choice. She's not gonna fucking drive. I don't have a choice. 
Especially if she lives out south. I know you ain't fucking driving out there. I will make a special dispensation for messy shit. Yeah, you know damn well that you gonna do some messy shit. You know damn well it ain't gonna be without me. That's number one. But number two, you ain't uh, fucking driving. For d mark I'll do it. Long, uh, uh, long as she, long as she for real in Chicago. Don't say Chicago. She, don't call her Chi Town and she in Joliet. That ain't right. Don't call her Chi Town and she live in Calumet City. Because let me tell you something. Something. something I ain't going I'm not. I'm not doing all that. Just... now, nigga Oaks. I'll go to, but that's a two and one. Because if I beat her ass and rob her and she got some money, but she probably don't, I can go to nigga Oaks and spend the money, and then that way the feds can't get back to me. Bam. <laughs> oh man, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Look, my also call was for Tyra. <laughs> but I just don't even feel like giving that bitch the bounty of my breath. Fuck you. You a fuck ass nigga. I cannot wait till Christiana see this shit. I hope she drags your ass up a gate because bitch. That's how we do it, because we from Chicago. Bam, 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 bam. I'm just saying. Look, mine was for Tara, too. Um, Little Lipinski, she just, I think I'm going to start calling her Little Lipinski, because I just don't, uh, You first off, you just can't be pushing up on Bill like that. I think Tara Lipinski, no shade back in the 90s, and it, this is a true story, apparently, in my mind, this is the way it worked, because back then I wouldn't shit either. Um, See, I felt like Tara Lipinski had to kind of really, really, you know what I'm saying, negotiate the terms of sucking President Clinton's dick in the office. My my thing with that is because, you know, I feel like Bill probably wouldn't have been tempted. She probably did some same shit like this little, like little Lipinski did and pressure him into sucking it. Now, I'm not saying that President Clinton was, was right for letting him letting her suck his dick. I, I don't think that that was right. I think that he made an executive decision. Bam, bam. And he was like, okay, well, you know what I'm saying? Maybe if I let the bitch suck my dick, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, she could, like, back the fuck up. See, I feel like John is going down the same path with Lil Lipinski. Lil Lipinski is like, okay, well, if you let me suck your dick, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, I I, I could possibly win you. And he like, nah, bro. See, he in the beginning of the stages of like what Clinton was, right? You know Clinton, you know Bill, you know Bill. The man played a fucking saxophone. Of course he's smooth. So, you know, he was, yeah, he, because he was such a smooth criminal, of course the bitches was after him, right? So in my mind, I think that John is just like Bill Clinton, not in like a presidential <laughs> stance, but more in a like, you know what I mean? Like he getting real close to letting this bitch suck his dick. I just need you to hold on to God's and changing hands. Christiana come home and she already said on the phone she gonna suck your dick. Bam. Wait. I'm just saying. That makes sense to me. Now. Wait. What? Wait. You, you got it wrong. I got it wrong. Okay, wait, wait. How was I supposed to say it? Hold on. Wait. Tara Lipinski uh-huh. is a figure skater. Oh, hell. <laughs> no, the one. <laughs> so who was the one that sucked the dick underneath the damn office? This is something with a ski, ain't it? I'm just like, that's not right. I can't remember. 
Wait a minute. Who was the one that sucked President Clinton's dick then? It was a Pinsky, I'm sure. Purely because I'm Google. Lewinsky. Lewinsky. There you go. Terrible. Look, I hate. Nobody. Over here, confused and shit. (laughs) (laughs) We can still call a little Lipinski, but I mean, (laughs) good God. And I knew it wasn't right because <laughs> one of the things that I always wanted to learn how to do, but I can't because I am like emotionally challenged is be a figure skater. So I used to watch figure skating all the time. And she was one of my favorites. She had this, her and Michelle Kwan with that Pocahontas routine. Look, it's funny though. Oh, God. Because it wasn't her. <laughs> it wasn't Monica Lewinsky. Girl, I knew it was a ski, okay? I, I, I was just to... like, wait. This ain't right. I thought it was Tara Lipinski. Girl, look, let me stop. She was the girl that got cut up by that other little girl, the other girl, the other white girl. She was the one. The ankle thing. Remember at the Olympics? Yeah. Okay, I got that part right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh, high drama at the Olympics, man. I was in. Lord I just never, I can't skate. If I ever, you know, pop one out, I'm gonna let them decide if they want to be figure skate. So I, I might, I might push it. Well, either way, that was, I mean, my article is like, look, at the end of the day, <clears throat> if that man wants you to suck his dick, then he will let you know. But he has told you no. So you should probably move on. I'm telling you, there are tons of websites out here, Bumble. POF, but see, they be catfishing on that, so I don't know if you want to do that. He'll come um, in there like, 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 Instagram. uh, Mr. Cow. Instagram DMs. <laughs> um, you know, it's all kinds of stuff out here that you could, you know, what I'm saying, do other than your sister's husband. I just don't feel like that's appropriate. And or, uh, when she get out of jail, you should pick your boxing method. But if I'm going to be completely honest, and I know we TV and they some fuck ass niggas. Um, they gonna show her that shit. <laughs> they gonna show her that shit before when she get out of jail. They are gonna show her. They are gonna show her. You are gonna know. You, you, she's gonna know. And when you get home, and when she get home, you better not be fucking there. You better not. Not if you like your life and breathing like normally, like not without like one of them breathing thingy machines, like without one of those. So get your shit together and get out. I don't know. Um, we're gonna take a very, very short, quick, short break. Um, and then we are going to get to uh the queens of the drag, uh qu- drag race, uh season thirteen, episode five, the bag ball. Go ahead. Hell, you you gave me thirty seconds of goodness the last time. I can't wait to see what you gave up this one this time. Oh, bitch, I had snuck me a cookie real quick because my stomach was over here being disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we are back um, with RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13, Episode 5, The Bag Ball. Now, <clears throat> this week we had, this, this was a fashion challenge. It was also a sewing challenge. 
And um, the girls had to come up with three different concepts of bag. Um, and then uh, there is an issue in the workroom between um, two queens. I don't know if we should talk about that first or should we talk about the ball? Let me talk about that first. Okay. So, Tamisha, last week, um, Candy said to the group after elimination that her biggest competition was Simone. And Mama Tamisha was like, girl, one, you haven't seen everybody, so um, we're all your competition. Just you get back and come on, come back in this line, honey, because it is what it is. And of course, Candy was kind of like, well, you can say all that you want to say, but I've seen her. I've seen her win two challenges, and to be honest with you, she's my biggest competition as of right now. Basically saying the same thing over again. Well, that kind of escalates in this week's Untucked. Because... We're going to get into the Untucked right now. Okay. No, we'll, we'll say that for later. You, unless you want... I mean, you, that escalates. We'll leave it there. So the girls do this runway. Now, I'm going to read it in the order of which the girls came down the runway. And the three looks that I have are mixed bag, which is basically a bag that you come up with. Uh, money bag, which is, of course, you know, uh, I own the building, realness. Opulence! Opulence! You are everything. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but that's a good reference for drag. <laughs> Just saying. Um, and then the last category, which is gaggers with your baggers. The girls, this was a sewing challenge, and the girls had to sew something with gaggers with your baggers. So um, I don't know how you want to do this. I don't know if you want to just talk about the top and bottom queens. I don't know if you want to talk about every queen. Um do you want to talk about the safe queens? Like, what do you want to do? I mean, we should talk about all of them, but do you want to do it like look one, look two, then look three, or do you want to do each queen? I was going to do uh, safe queens, look one, look two, look three, then top queens, then bottom queens. Okay. In the same diaspora, I guess. Um, so... First off, let's start with the safe queens. I have Denali first. She was the airbag, Cruella DeVille with a cigarette on her pinky. Ooh, that was cute. And then she did the Day of the Dead. What you got? I liked it. I liked I... all three books. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. I just don't know. If I'm looking at all three of her looks, the crash test dummy was really cute, but I feel like it was like she's done it before. Or that like that's a look we've seen before. It felt like that's something I would have expected from Tina Burner. Yeah. And the Cruella, the, the cigarette on the fingernail was cute, but it was just Cruella DeVille. And I I don't I don't know. I guess she had money. She did have a thousand and one Dalmatian. She was trying to get to the one thousand and two. And then the the De Los Muertos look was cute, but 
I didn't get a bag from it. So I couldn't like identify what bags she used to make that at all. I think that her day of the dead look was beautiful. Very much so. I just don't know if it met the challenge. But I don't know if And that's why she was safe. Right. I liked all three of her looks. Of course, I'm a nail girl, so the Cruella DeVille thing did it for me. I liked it. Um, but I'm not gonna... I, I can understand why she ends up in the middle. That's, that's where I'm at with that. Um, Elliot with two T's. The gift bag, the red business suit, and then she did basically a pink business suit. Oh, dear. Um... I didn't really, I didn't really, I didn't understand why she was safe. I, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. I don't understand why she was safe. The gift bag was, you know, cute-ish. You had to really be looking to kind of get the concept that that was a gift bag. I didn't, I, I didn't see the, uh, the strap to the bag until the very end. If Mama Rue didn't say she was a gift bag, I wouldn't have known what she was. I didn't know. I thought it was a blue dress, but okay. Um, the second look, the like buttoned up librarian look, didn't really do it for me. I did. I, I opulent. I, the I I liked the shoulder pads, but that was but about was it. Opulent. I just didn't. I didn't see it. And that's one of those you you didn't have to create. You had time to look into that. You could have did. You you could do a little better than that. And then the cow print, the bean. I don't. I don't think it was a bean bag. I'm not sure. Although it was sewn well, I'm not gonna take that from her. It, It just was the exact same thing in a longer coat. I don't. I just felt like there was no real creativity here. Like, I don't feel like she really reached to meet the mark. I didn't understand. I don't, I, that, that was one person I could say I did not know why she was safe. Yeah, I didn't know why she was safe either. Um, Simone had... Yeah, they're doing the Tara Lipinski. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that out loud. <laughs> okay, okay. We were saying about okay. Simone. Okay, Simone, Simone. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Simone, uh, she did the the pink fun bags in the beginning, uh, and then she did uh, the, <laughs> the 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 pink lapel, and then she, she did a very simple. Skirt bikini set for her um for her bag. What did you think? I felt she deserved to be safe. Yeah. I really liked the first look with the uh oh god, the fun bag look. I liked that. I thought that was really cute. I loved the the big lapel. That was really cute. But the sewing challenge, it was just like Mm, I get it. It was a beach ball. You made like a little crop top and a little skirt and you got out of that. 
Yeah, you got out of that jam. And to be honest with you, for someone that doesn't know how to sew, oh, I'm gonna take that. I'm, I'm a, that's a that's a that's a very safe bet. Thank you for coming through in your other looks. You did something. God bless you in your ministry. Um, Olivia Lux uh, gave us boxing bag, the blue pantsuit with the cape, and the gladiator look that she made. What are your thoughts? This is one of those times where I feel really bad for someone because I see what they were trying to land and it just didn't work. Her punching bags uh, outfit, I feel bad. There's no way for you to know what another queen is going to bring and do. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, eh, seen it. Then the blue outfit, when she first hits the stage and they got the smoke going and it's the, you know, the fans and the little ruffle is moving, it's good. But then when she gets to the end and they all standing there, and the stage light off and all the extra effects of golf, it looks like a suit with a blue poof glued to the back of it. And then the gladiator? The gladiator? The, she said she's trying to channel Xena Warrior Princess. That was Charo. She was channeling Charo. That wasn't Xena. Where, ma'am? Where? So Where? the boxing bag, I could totally agree with that. You know, we've seen that this season before, even though we're like on like episode five, we've seen it before. Um, but the problem with the boxing bag to me was I think that Simone did it better. So um <clears throat> the mm-hmm. the blue pantsuit with the cape, I felt like that was something that I would wear to an interview. So it wasn't bad. It wasn't spectacular. It was just like, this is this doesn't serve me, boss bitch. This serves me. I'm going to an interview. Um, and then the gladiator, I I felt that it was very well prepared. I thought that it was sewn nicely. I thought that it, there wasn't there wasn't anything about it that I could be like, oh, this was trash. I liked it. I just didn't think that she described it well. For that, Mm-mm. I say she did deserve to be safe. But she does bring up a good point in the workroom when she says, I'm not being judged. I'm safe, but I'm not being judged. And the whole point of us being here is for us to be judged. I don't know what they like and what they don't like about me, you know, kind of thing. But I mean, but this week, I get why she's safe. Uh, Candy Muse. She did the bag of tricks, the CE hole, and the book bag was her uh, sewn look. What do you think? Um, geez, Louise, Candy Muse, the bag of tricks. Mm. The bag was the cape that she carried. Yeah. Her outfit wasn't really a bag. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I see what you're trying to say. I see what you're saying. I'm like, okay, it, that's a stretch, but I'll let you yeah, have it. It was a very it was a, a huge stretch. Then her next look, the CE hole. That was what does that that how was that opulent? I feel like she totally missed 
that was that whole that was Babs. That's Babs. That's not opulence. I'm not saying that Babs is not opulence. What I'm saying is, but that wasn't even like ghetto opulence. No, it wasn't. You totally missed the mark. And in the book bag, the bag skirt wasn't the worst part. It was how she butchered the top. It was so bad. I don't know how she was safe. Tina Burner. I, I can't even talk about her. Uh, she, um, Tina Burner did brown bagging it. The hounds too. Uh, for her money bag and the suspender dress and her. Why do you keep putting those clothes together? It's not. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What you what you think? <laughs> okay, I liked Tina Burner's first trash bag. Look. Yeah, that was really cute. I liked her housewives play on opulence. I I got opulence. I get it. The hound's tooth was really nice, but we've but seen it. Then we get to book three. <sighs> I, okay, I don't question. I, I don't mean to cut you off, and I don't know what you were. I don't know what you were going to say, but I, I had nothing. I feel like we. Oh man, you can have a favorite color, you can have favorite color patterns, but I'm tired of seeing the same color pattern on you. We've seen because it makes me feel like I've seen this before. So I'm not saying that it wasn't I'm not saying that it wasn't well executed. I I, I I did think it was well executed. I thought it was very well sewn, but I you gotta give me a different color pattern because I'm just gonna I'm gonna continue to think of McDonald's every time I think of you. And it's not that's not a that's not a read. I'm just it's getting a bit monotonous. Like they okay. Like you know how they we get it. Your signature colors are red and yellow. Yay! Like they, like they were saying about um, oh god, who was it? Um, Joey J with the hair that it became redundant, right? Well, this is the same thing with that. Stop it. That and no shades is that's not your color. It's not your color. The yellow, yes. The orange, mm -mm. don't do that. Just thinking about how hard I would laugh if she did Ronald McDonald for Snatch Game. Oh my dear hell, that would be that would be spot on brand. Bitch. That would be on brand. Mm. Um, mm, mm, our mm. top queens. This I don't know if I can contain myself. Bitch, I would fucking scream. I would scream. <laughs> um, our top queens this week has got Mick. Got Mick. Uh, was the body bag at the beginning, like with the intestine stuff. The intestines out, and then she did uh, the rhinestone pin soup, pinstripe soup. Ooh, bitch! And uh, she did the one leg like thing with the back. She kind of tied it together, but it was like real like eighties like rock kind of. I mm. go ahead. What you got? Okay, so for got mix um. First look, the body bag. I liked it. 
I'm not gonna say I didn't like it. I did like it, even though I did feel like the whole organs dripping out thing was a little cheesy, but I like cheesy, so I liked it. And that was the one where you were supposed to be cheesy. Mm-hmm. Her money bags look bitch. Oh my god. Bitch. <laughs> oh my god. I, I, it's like Man. Jack off a of nightmare after Christmas and Elizabeth Taylor got together and they put together some good shit. Oh man. I loved that. Oh. One. That one goes down. But look book. three. Look three didn't do it for me. Okay. And it's because she did a similar cut last week for the train challenge oh, with the yeah. single strap across her boot. Like I'm like, wait, you just you just did that. You wanna do it again? So for me, even though it was a good it looked good and it met the challenge, I thought she should be safe. I did. I, I, I did like the one leg pant thing. Look, I thought it was I thought it was creative, but now that you reminded me like of last week that she did do something very similar to this. I, I okay, I see where you're coming from with that. I don't know that she would have been safe, but I do think that she was one of the top three because of that rhinestone pinstripe. That put her in that had to put Lander in the top. It had to. Um, and then we have Rose. She did the bagpipe. That was that was so that was so that was brilliant that was so good oh my god (laughs) man um the 80s bed middler polka dot and then she did the fin bot with the bags and the the bags like twirled every time she what did you think her second look that's the one they dinged the down on but i was getting bet middler or Fran Dresch, I was feeling the nanny. I felt the nanny. I felt it. That was really good. I'm feeling New York. I'm I felt I liked it. I liked it it too. And I don't and they I guess it didn't meet the mark for opulence for the judges. But I really, really liked it. But it it was opulence for the 80s. Yes, it was. It was very 80s opulence to me. And I love the tassel look at the end. I loved all three of Rose's. Yeah, me too. I did. Um, totally deserved to be in the oh, top. Oh, God, yeah. And then Utica definitely deserves to be in the top. Um, she did the doggy bag for the first one, the uh, Carol Burnett Chicago with the black earrings and you know, stuff like that. And then she did the sleeping bag for her sewing challenge. Question Oh, Utica, question Did you? Uh, no, I'll say that for later. Never mind. Go ahead, sis. First off, I keep saying this every week. This my pick. I love you. Her doggy bag look was so mm-hmm. cute and so cheesy. Perfect look for the hammy category. Yep. Her opulence look, who twenties, twenties, slapper girl fringes. And- yes, <sighs> beautiful. Yes. But bitch, that fucking sleeping bag took me down. The queen of hearts, bitch, out of a sleeping bag. Yeah. Utica was right. Oh, big time. Big time. 
Nobody came on the stage and put down anything. I mean, talking about taking their pussies and putting in that little motherfucking sewing machine shit and pulled anything close to the caliber of that oh, yeah. that garment together. Never. Like, no, robbed. I'm robbed. sorry. Utica was robbed, robbed this week. This week. Robbed. Uh, well, speaking of being robbed, let's get to these bottom queens because this shit. Um, Joey J. Uh, she did the IV bag. She did the eye patch. Um, like red pants. I don't even know what the fuck that was, girl. And uh, Kill Bill. Okay, sure. And (laughs) she did like this black and white pinwheel kind of look for the sewing challenge. What did you think? Oh, it okay. The ivy bag. She didn't even get the pun that she had put together. You had ivy strapped to your ass with an ivy bag strapped to your arm. Duh. I'm like, Carson keeps trying to feed her this pun and she will not accept it. Just won't accept it. Then the Kill Bill L Diver look. Um, L Diver is what a, that a woman, was. yeah, who's walking around without no eyeballs. She snatched. She snatched her only good eyeball. That's not opulent. That's not. That's not opulent. She got eyeballs. And then that last eyeballs. look. I forgot about that. Ugh. The last look. It was just like um, what's it called? Olivia Lux. Yeah. It was cute in the back. But once you got closer and you got to see that thing, ugh, it wasn't put together. Too. Yeah, you had to question mama's taste level. I'm just saying. Um, La La Ree, which, oh God. Um, Lala Reed did the bag of bones, she did the bald African look, and then she did. I wrote bags on a corset. Now, I don't know <laughs> what you wrote. <laughs> I said, Bag lady, <laughs> look, Lala Reed, I, I liked in her first bag of bones look, I didn't really care for the way that she put the bones yeah, I mean, on it, but I did really like. The paper bag ruffle at the bottom of the dress. Yeah, that was cute. Her second oh, look. Oh, that was gorgeous. Mm, Grace Jones, I was just feeling, yes. I enjoyed every, it was divine. Yes. I have no complaints. That face, bitch. About her second look. Did you look. see that face? At Did course. you see her face, bitch? That shit was good, oh. good. Girl. Ooh, bitch, it was good. Oh, my God. But as good as that second look was, oh, mercy. bitch, what were you thinking? You came on the runway. Oh, my God. And glue bags. Didn't even glue them that well to a corset and put on a boot. Mama. <laughs> Mama, you was going to you was you was going to you 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 yeah you had to lip you sync. had to lip sync for that you had to <laughs> you got to lip sync for that girl 
because that was that was that was the worst I, thing I've it. ever seen on RuPaul's Oh Drag. my god! I thought that the the, the the remember when Vanessa did uh when Vanjie did uh the the baby dolls, but she stuck all of them baby dolls mm-hmm. on there, and it was like, girl, no, 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 not all of them. <laughs> legs and she no, no, no. This is not no, no, no. Uh, uh-uh. same thing. This is even worse. It's so sad that the outfit was so bad. Because that from the neck up, that bitch was stunning. stunning. Put that out. Oh, have mercy, Jesus. You'd have did better to make pasties. Child. And one pink and one purple, and then use try to use the rest of them bags for a skirt to like, or something, girl. For a skirt or something. Because I, I, what I don't understand is when you realized it was it went left. Why did you fully like double down and commit? Why was there no plan B, mom? Because Nicole said that too. Nicole Bobby was against the judge this week. She was like, So you didn't think to rip them open or like nothing? <laughs> oh, girl, this was atrocious. <sighs> Don't do that no more. <laughs> Don't do that no more. Uh, and then uh, the other bottom queen was uh, Mama Tamisha. She did uh the bag lady that, that old bag. She was a she was the old bag lady. Excuse me. Uh, she did for the money bag. It was basically a power suit like this green feather, and then she did it like this studded shoulder ish look that had a lot of layers to it. What did you think? Here's my thing. I I like Mama Tamisha. I kind of agree with the judges with the old bag look. It wasn't that it was good. It wasn't that it you sold, you sold it. it, but it wasn't. If you're gonna ham some, wouldn't that invent If you're gonna ham some shit up, ham some shit up. Her second look with the uh, classy, like AKA, like I got it. Did it really read opulence for me? Nah, I thought you would have came down looking like Cinderella or some yeah. shit. I really would have expected a, something different from you based off the shit that you've already worn. And then Mama's third look was very well done. Oh, yeah. Definitely hit the oh, challenge. Yeah. It was a little busy. A lot of busy. But do I think that that should have put her in the no. bottom? No. Did y'all not see what Candy Muse had on? No, she definitely shouldn't have been in the bottom. I, 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 I would have took, I would have took that swap any day because it's not. It's like I didn't. Mm. Mm. Uh, so. Uh, the bottom two queens are Lala Ree and Joey J. They lip sync to Iggy, Iggy Azalea's Fancy. Um, this was not fair to Joey J. <laughs> this slaughtering was not called for. <laughs> the the reason why 
uh, La La Reese in the bottom is because of that third look. She might have gotten away with being safe had it not been for that third look. That third look was terrible. That's what landed her in the bottom. But that lip sync? Bitch. And I'm looking at Joey J. And she's not a bad lip syncer. She's not. She's not. But bitch. Now, if that was if that was I Joey mean, J versus a Denali, that could have been interesting. Mm-hmm. But it was Lala Ree who been who's been doing drag for a while, and I'm not saying that Joey J has been doing drag for a while. I'm just saying, performance wise, I could not take my eyes off of them bags falling off of that goddamn corset. I couldn't take my eyes off of Lala Ree. I could not. It, it was like Joey J didn't exist. It really just was not going to work oh, well for him. Man. Sorry. So of course, the eliminated queen is Joey J. Uh, and you know, what I've I I didn't see Joey J making it all the way to the you know the end. I, of course not. But and I shouldn't say of course not like that. But it's more of like okay, look, <laughs> you you can't go up against La La Rie and expect to come out alive. I it. If Lala Reed does another fucking challenge like that, then at the end of the day, the next time she lip syncs, she going home. Not because she can't lip sync, it's because, bitch, you can't do these challenges. Don't do this ever again. But, uh, Joey J going home in the bed. I didn't, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> My only thing is, I don't think she should have been, been in the bottom. I should have been in the bottom either. I think the person that should have been in the bottom this week with Lala Ree was Candy mm-hmm. Muse. And that's not based off of Mama showing her ass. And no, let's talk about I really just didn't like her no, look. Let's talk about this untucked situation. That's what we're really here for. Ugh. The girls are sitting in the back. And Candy Muse, basically, I felt like, I don't know how you feel about it. She basically attacks Elliot and says, well, you need to learn how to read the room and this and the third and da 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 And Elliot was kind of sitting over there like, uh, okay. I guess. I don't know where that came from. And then I'm just sitting here wondering, like, do you take your own advice? Because are you reading the room right now? And then, ten minutes later, to me, Mama Tamisha come in and do does the exact same thing to her, and she literally blows up. Oh, she, she lost it. Um, because she comes in because Mama Tamisha comes in and she goes, "Look, there's some of you girls that I do not care for," and looks directly <laughs> <laughs> at Candy Muse, and she said, "Me? Yeah, you? Well, why? Because you're arrogant." Then. Candy points to everybody in the room and says, am I arrogant? Am I arrogant? Am I arrogant? Am I arrogant? And everybody's like, and even and even Joey yeah. was like, girl, look at what you're doing right now. To which I, I think that Tina was trying to take up for Candy in a way because of the New York Queen thing. 
But uh, uh, Tina kind of goes, okay, wait a minute. That's This is not even what the fuck we was talking about. What we was talking about was who's in the top, who's in the bottom. The other, can we get to that conversation? Because that's more important. But by this time, you know, Candy Muse is very well in her feelings. And uh, calling Tamisha Tamisha a bitch and this that it's it it didn't got bad. To which uh Tamisha is like, okay, girl, I ain't gonna be too many bitches. Little girl, I'm not gonna be too many bitches, which was the second title, but uh, bitch, I'm from Chicago, it's just way too perfectly. Um so what did you think about that whole scene? Was it necessary right then? Could there have been some things that had been changed in that moment? What did you think? About <clears throat> the way um, things went down? Yeah. Here's the thing. Tina Burner, I get it. You were trying to maybe trying to defuse the situation so it didn't go left, but it already went left. Tamisha had came in and she spoke her truth. There's nothing wrong with that. You <laughs> wasn't it Candy Muse just saying last week? And you know, I if you know if you all can't handle the shade, you know, if you think that shade and I'm sorry, that's how I feel. Okay. The same goes for Tamisha. You might feel like it's shade. Too bad, bitch. That's just how the fuck she feels. I don't like I'm not a big Candy Muse fan. Um, because maybe it's because I didn't got old. I don't know. But I feel like if you approach someone with shade like she did in the workroom in the beginning of the episode at some point you're gonna get that work back now in this in the actual episode they were talking about black lives matter and things that you know and it was touching it was like it was moving so of course that that kind of moment is not going to happen when that kind of conversation is happening right right if i'm in the bottom and i know i'm in the bottom and I got something to say to somebody, then yeah, I'm gonna say it to you. I don't necessarily think that Tamisha's uh uh tone was all that great, but she said what the fuck she had to say. I listen, I saw nothing wrong with what she said. I didn't see anything wrong with when she said it because bitch, if I'm going home, bitch, you're gonna know how I feel about you, period, poo. But you, but asked. you asked her. And so she responded. And now you're going to say you shouldn't have responded that way? No. If I can't speak freely how I want to, don't ask me. Because I clearly don't. I'm not giving you the answers that you're looking for, so there's that. You didn't want the truth, but see, you can go out and branch the truth to everybody else. That's not fair. You just did the same shit to Elliot with two T's. Told the girl to read the room. We know the girl dumb. We know she dumb. You ain't got to do her like that. I shouldn't say dumb. Let me rephrase. We know the girl's a little space cadetish. She's. We know she's not aware. We know. It's not. 
She trying to feel you girls out. She trying to get, you know, her, her, the wind beneath her wings, whatever. Who knows? What I'm saying is, is that you didn't have to say it that way to her. So then for you to have the audacity to get mad at somebody bring, pushing it back to you, that's fucked up. That's real fucked up. I don't, I'm not necessarily saying that I don't like Katie Muse. I, I'm, she, she got to do better. I, I'll put it that way. Uh, she okay. got to do better. I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll be nice. Cause look, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say it like, cause, cause I, <laughs> Look, Candy Muse. Like this is an altar call. I need you to take your own advice. Like you upset about being called arrogant, bitch. You're worse than arrogant. You're fucking delusional. You actually said out of your mouth that all three of them looks that you put out this week were on The first point. one was cute. It didn't but meet it was the cute. challenge. I, it, it didn't meet the challenge. challenge. I ain't saying that. I'm saying it was cute. And then none of them did. And that's the problem with it. None well, of them did. The book bags actually being book bags and you trying to portray this little schoolgirl, but you ain't... I don't... The shit was ugly. I didn't see it for it. I And then Tina and Mick, I don't know how y'all took that and made it a Tamisha problem. Like, wasn't Candy just talking shit yep. about Tamisha? Yep. And Elliot? Yep. Before they came back? Nah. So it's okay for Candy to be rude and talk to people crazy and share her opinions openly and freely. But if somebody else do it, it's wrong. Nah, that's fake. Y'all must be intimidated by that burly, busted, door to explore, broke, Lilo and Stitch looking ass, messy ass, loud ass, ignorant ass, arrogant ass, delusional ass little boy. Oh, you don't like her. All right, girl. I, I just... This is the reason why I'm saying it like this. I, I think that everybody ain't going to be your cup of tea. And vice versa. You may not be everybody else's cup of tea, right? But I... I if it wasn't Candy Muse that we talking about who has been to be honestly blatantly disrespectful you know what I mean and it wasn't just in this particular instance she's just been blatantly disrespectful period you know what I mean I, I she needs to grow up number one but more importantly if Tamisha told you something that you needed to hear take heed and move the fuck on but I don't see it for It was something about the delivery that Tamisha did that I just didn't, I didn't g down for. But I, I don't think that she's wrong for saying what she said. I just don't believe. 
I just don't know what's appropriate in that moment. There are moments where Candy has been inappropriate where you could have gave her that work. It just kind of felt like you just got railroaded on the on the stage and you came out and decided to give somebody some of this work that you probably meant to just to get some like your frustration off on her. And that's that's not that's not that's but I couldn't even focus on that because the whole while I'm standing there just shocked. Because you don't mm-hmm. And this whole scene is tired. But hey, listen, hopefully, well, from the previews of next week, they go, they'll be doing a dancing challenge. Hopefully some of the girls will be able to get their mm. uh, That's what yeah, right coordinated. And, um, Hopefully, we see some looks next week that redeem some of us out of the bottom. Don't don't do that shit again, Lala. Lala, don't do that shit again, bro. <laughs> that you you got lucky this week. That because to be honest with you, if it's me, I'm sending your ass. Yo, I'm sending you home on principal. You got lucky, and I know you were a fierce drag queen, but that's the kind of shit that you get sent home for. Because it looks like you didn't even try. You know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. looks like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and hit it. Girl, please, I'd have put on a goddamn dress and said, look, bro. <laughs> I'd have put on something in my closet and said, look, Mama Root, here's the thing. While I understand that this was something that we were supposed to make, I, 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 it, my, my, my plan A fell apart. I didn't know what the fuck to do. You know, whatever the case may be. You know, kind of story. I'd have did anything but came out on the on the runway like that. Ouch. She should have took them bones off the uh-huh. first dress <laughs> and glued the bitch bags on. Did something. I don't know, girl. <laughs> or two and one. Something, bitch. Girl, anything would have been better than what the fuck you did. Anything is better than that shit. I ugh. Uh, anybody else you want to bring to the to the to the to the altar? Because I feel like you just did that with Candy Muse. <sighs> no, no, no. Um, got it out. I mean, you basically summed up what I was going to say about Candy Muse. I, so I'm I'm done too. Well, if since that's the case, then we can go ahead and get out of here. Drop your shit. Hey, this has been yet another episode of Reality the Pod. I am your girl, Doctor Shady. Girl, when did you be, what, what girl when did you start at V103? <laughs> okay, I'm just no idea. <laughs> you can find me on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, and Smule as Dr. Shady Shay. You can find us both on Reality the Pods Facebook page and Instagram page. Did you say Shmuel yet? I thought and you said that's it. Oh, okay, I said girl. Shmuel. I was zoned out, girl. I, I'm it's been a, a, a rough few days. Um, <laughs> my name is Trash Can Tam. Y'all know me as Tim. You can find me on all the places where you stalk your next ex boyfriend at Trash Can Tam. And you can also find me on the reality page. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, or alt calls or shout outs for any episodes, feel free to email that to us at real I T E A D A P O D at gmail.com. Um, got anything else before we get out of here? 
All right. Well, look. Um, we will see y'all next week. And this has been another episode of Reality the Podcast. Don't do, don't go. Look, she did it in less than three seconds. Y'all ought to be proud. <laughs>